0: This podcast is sponsored by The Faith Mission Christian Fellowship Church Incorporated, continuing the vision for end-time ministry. Be sure to purchase Carrie Golston's first-ever publication, Go Teach My People Faith, co-authored by Lisa Williams, now available on Amazon.com. We believe that you'll receive wisdom, understanding, favor of God and men, help to all your flesh and bones, and revelation knowledge as you partake of the word. And we believe that your faith is growing exceedingly. In Jesus' name, amen. Come visit us at 160 West 129th Street in Harlem, New York. We'd love to see your face in the place. But for now, enjoy today's message. Now, he had told me that you know, you are an ambassador. I so said, we're all ambassadors. According to Second Corinthians 5, 20, I believe it is, we're all ambassadors for Christ. But says, but you are on special assignment. So uh, there's some things that you're going to have to, you're going to have to do some things that you're going to have to grow into. And last Wednesday, I think we talked about milk and strong meat. And uh, I knew that a lot of that had to do with me and it was for me and about me. So uh, he said this realm that exists, that you have to go into and through, it, it, it's like an oval. And the, the earthly realm, there's an oval on the bottom. And the, the spiritual realm, there's a oval above that. And uh, this one kind of is in the middle. And for what you're called to do, you got to go through this. Now, he said that there, many don't understand it because many are not called to it, so they don't recognize it, just as I didn't, because I never heard anything like this before. But he said, I'll give you a chapter and verse for it in the story of Joseph. How Joseph, though he was uh, uh, one of the youngest, he had dreams and visions and when he told his brothers they 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 hated him because of it and his father had him almost as a favorite and made a coat of many colors to you know make him stand out that he this was my favorite child which the father really should not have done but still it was the it was the the visions and the dreams that that joseph told his brothers that really incensed them to the point that they wanted to murder him, and as it were, as it was, they they eventually sold him into slavery. And uh, and this is the this is the part that the Lord showed me, that you won't see this with many other characters in the Bible because this is that place that I'm talking about. All right, so stay with me because some of you may be called there because see the anointing that's on. The individual that you are attached to may be a part of you in the future. Amen. Just like Elijah and Elisha. So you have to to listen up and be aware. So uh, he said, notice that something very different happened to Joseph than happened to other characters in the Bible. Because Joseph was one that was prepared to be one of these special assignment ambassadors. Can I get an amen? Okay, they're still awake. All right. All right. So now, uh, Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers, and uh, he was purchased by by uh, Potiphar. Now, Potiphar took Joseph into his household, and Joseph became the head of the house under Potiphar. He's top dog. You know, he's a slave. He wasn't hired. He was a slave. Now, you can understand if you, like, say, for instance, you, you hire a financial advisor and they take care of all of your finances. And they pretty much tell you, well, you need to do this and you need to do that and you need to put this over here and whatnot. So they're running things for you, but you hired them. No, this, this boy is your slave. Joseph is your slave. But somehow he was raised... To run the house. I mean, he just took over. Now, watch this now. Watch this now. And then, here come the woman. And you don't get the mic back. <laughs> but anyway, here come the woman. <laughs> Amen. And uh, Potiphar's wife, she kind of liking Joseph, you know, and so she trying to get something going. And Joseph said, I can't do that against my master. He's put everything in my control, everything with the exception of you. He said, I can't do that to my master. Watch this now. I cannot do that to my master and sin against God. What well, God got to do with it? When you are on special assignment, God has everything to do with it. I don't care where you are, what you're doing. God's going to put you in a position. He's going to put you in a place of authority, even if you were slave. He rose to the top as a slave. And Joseph said, I can't do that to my master. My integrity won't let me do that. And sin against God? No, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. So, the woman, she she go and tell her husband that, Oh, he did this. Look, I got his coat and tried to come in unto us, you know, trying to come in unto me. And, and all. she lied on him because he wouldn't get with her program. So, of course, the testosterone rolls up in the brother. messing with my wife. What? Something got to die. Okay. So, but God was protecting Joseph because he was on special assignment. Hmm. so he just put him in jail so he went to prison what happened in the prison what happened in the prison top dog in the prison the jailer the number one man say hey Joseph you take it you take it brother you in charge what's going on he was a slave and wound up on top, now he's a prisoner in jail, and wound up on top, he's on special assignment, see, he's not just a garden variety Christian, you know, the, you go this Sunday, and I'll go next Sunday, variety, he's not the, you know, oh, it's raining today, you know, and We'll we'll go next week, you know. Amen. So anyway, he winds up as top man in the prison. I said, wow. Now, remember what I'm talking about. That realm in between the natural and the spiritual realm, God has a place that you got to pass the test. See, you got to pass the test. But notice this. While he was in the testing, he never failed God. He never failed God. He never went against God. He never talked against God. He was pro-God all the way because he was on special assignment. He knew who was in charge. And that he was just an emissary. Because, see, on assignment as an ambassador, you are not representing you. So you can't come out your face any way you want to. Because you're not representing you. Yes, yeah, some folk need to be cussed out. But you can't do it. Because you want special assignments. And you're not representing you. See, he said, "This, this, this, this is this what an ambassador does." See, he's not representing him. If the question comes up that he is not sure of the answer, he will not answer until he gets clearance from headquarters, because he's on special assignment. See, he's ambassador. So, so Joseph still ambassador in the prison because watch this now he's a ambassador of the heavenlies not the earthly he's an ambassador of the heavenlies so even though he's in the prison you can't keep a heavenly ambassador from rising to the top because they want special assignment see so as it, as, as it turned out, you know, some dreaming and stuff went on and, you know, Pharaoh had a dream and nobody could interpret the dream and whatnot. And then one of the fellows that was thrown in jail with Joseph, that Joseph was in charge of, got out, went back to serving Pharaoh. And he said, wait a minute, I remember a dude. We had a dream, me and the baker and the one, we had a dream and he interpreted it. He said, okay, get him. Go get him. But watch this, watch this. When they went to get him, they said, clean him up. Put some good clothes on him. Because he's an ambassador coming coming before Pharaoh. So they had to shave him and clean him up and put on some good clothes on him to bring him before Pharaoh. See, he had good prison clothes on. He probably had the best clothes in the prison, but that was all there was. But when he came out, they had to get him ready to go before Pharaoh. So he went before Pharaoh and he did his thing and he he talked to he talked to God about, the, about it. He said, He said, Well, you can interpret dreams. He said, wait a minute, no, that's not that's not me. That's God. God does that. See? Because he remembers that he's only an ambassador. Okay? He said, only God does that. I just, you know, God will tell us. And sure enough, God told him, and he told Pharaoh, and he said, "Wow, this dude is something else." You know, he said, "Well, with all this information that you have, what do we, what are we going to do?" He said, "Well, you need to do this, this, and this." And he said, "Well, who are we going to get to do that?" He said, "Well, we don't, you know, we really don't have anybody." He said, "Well, how about you? How about you?" I mean, me? You you really want me to do the job? Yeah, you'll be number two in the kingdom. Nobody, nobody will do anything without your word. You'll only be second to me in the throne. Everything else is your domain. He's on special assignment, see? See, he's on special. So from the... Potiphar's house, as a slave, he rose to the top. In the prison, as a prisoner, he rose to the top. Now, watch this. He goes into the world system. Oh, don't miss this. He goes into the world system, Satan system. Do you know that this is Satan system that we operate with? Okay, he goes into Satan's system and still Satan can't keep him down, he still rises to the top to be in charge. What you say now, 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 watch this now, because this is this is a part of it. Did you notice when Jesus walked the earth? He never Prayed for money. He never one time prayed for money. It just came. How come he's in that realm? He's in that realm, see? And the ambassador receives his sustenance from the place of origin that he's representing. No ambassador goes to a country looking for a job. Nor does an ambassador go to a country looking for a house. Well, if you stay with me today, I'm telling you, you're going to get something. Glory to God. Hallelujah. See, because see, because I, I never heard none of this stuff before. The Holy Ghost shared it with me, see. So in that realm, that's, that's where Jesus walked in that realm, between heaven and earth. See, he walked in that realm so that earth had no pull on him, had no nothing on him. That's why when folk wanted to throw him off a hill in the midst of a crowd, he just walked away from the crowd, and they didn't see him. He was walking in the, in the realm, see? And did you notice that Jesus never prayed for healing? Y'all going to wake up by tomorrow. He never one time prayed for He prayed for other folks' healing. But he never once had to pray for healing for himself. Was he not subject to the same diseases and sicknesses that everybody else was? Yes. How come it didn't jump on him? <laughs> you don't mess with him. He ain't from here. He, 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 he ain't from here. We 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 no no no. All those demons say, Lad, no, don't mess up. Don't go over there. No, we, we got all these people over here to mess with. Don't go messing with him now because, you know, you're going to get in trouble. Okay? Don't, don't go over there. He never had to pray for healing. He never had to pray for money. And watch this. He never had to pray for someplace to stay. Never. He was in the, I call it the realm, but... Maybe this will fit you better. He was in the zone. See, see, see he was in the he was in the zone. See, and, 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 when, and when you're in that realm or in that zone, you find that you don't have to do that stuff anymore. Remember that scripture in Job: If you obey and serve me, you'll spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasures in the zone. And see, that's where Joseph was. Joseph stayed in the zone. He didn't let what was going on around him affect him. He stayed in that zone. So the Lord was showing me that that's where I'm going, baby. I'm going going in the zone. See, I'm going in the zone. Amen. Amen. And it's not about where you are. See, some ambassadors, watch this, watch this now. There's only one ambassador at a time they don't send two ambassadors to America they say one here he's on special assignment for here they may say send another one say it's coming from Russia they'll send another one to Germany and another one to Switzerland and another one to England and another one to France because they're on special assignment to those places. So there could be many other ambassadors, but not for your assignment. Mm. God, that's why I say special assignment on special assignment. So, (laughs) So when the Lord began to share these kinds of things with me, he told me some things that were absolutely outrageous. I want you to look a certain way. I want you to dress a certain way. You can't just go any place. And you can't just be with anybody. Because that reflects on me. Because you're representing me. <laughs> you want assignment. Ooh, look out now. Look out. Talk to me. See, because you want you assignment. And it reflects on me. And what did did Joseph say? I cannot do that against my master and sin against God. So when I go where I'm supposed to be, I'm sinning against God. I can't do that. That'll take me out the zone. I won't be out the zone. (laughs) I can't be out the zone. No, because I'm on special assignment. And see, when I stand before him, I want him to say, well done. Our good and faithful servant. I did what you you did what I assigned you to do. See, I can't do your assignment. And you can't do mine. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Only I'm assigned there. Oh my. All of this comes from. The Lord saying to me when Brother Higgin went to be with the Lord, You go to the viewing and see him. I went, I was able to see him, and they closed the casket. And the memorial service was closed the entire time. They never opened it again. And the Spirit of God said to me, What do you want? just like Elijah said to Elisha, what do you want? You know I'm leaving. What is it you want? The Spirit of God did it for me because of the assignment. Now, in conjunction with that, I want to go to part two. He said to me, When are you going to fully obey me? When are you going to fully obey me? Most of us partially obey him. Most of us pick out the easy part or the part that we like or the part that we agree with or the part that's easy. That's what we pick out. But he said to me, when are you going to fool me, fully obey me? Guess what? He wasn't asking a question. <laughs> he was saying in another way, you want to stay in the zone? See, because we get a, we've been getting away with stuff for years, just doing a little dabble. A little here, a little there. Okay, Lord, I'll, yeah, I'll obey you, Lord. But I seem to remember Saul. God told him, I want you to go into that city, kill the king, kill all the, all the people, kill the babies, kill the cattle, kill everything. Say, but that's God. I thought he was a God of love. Yes, he was loving them when he killed them. You got to die. Because he knew the children were going to come back to him. And the old folk, they were, just, they, they, they were just evil. It was time for them to go before they infect somebody else. It had even gotten into the cattle. You said, oh, I don't believe that. Do, do, do you believe the story of Jesus casting the demons out? And the demons said, can we go into them pigs? You don't believe animals can be demon-possessed? You ain't been around some of them dogs. I've been around. <laughs> I know he was demon possessed. Okay, but but see, he said he said, "Yo, I gotta go to the second part. I gotta go back to the second part. You got to fully obey him if you're going to be in that realm. If you're going to be in that in that zone." You've got to fully obey God because he's going to tell you some things that they're not going to sit well with you. He may tell you to cut off somebody that's been close to you for 25 years. He may tell you, you can't hang with them no more. If you're going to be in the zone, it's still your choice. You can hang with them or be in the zone. I think I'd rather be in the zone. Okay? He may tell you some things that may not sit well with you. He may tell you the career that you chose. That you chose. And you're making good money. He may tell you to leave it. If you want to be in the zone. Ooh. So, if you would please turn in your bibles to Isaiah do I want to go to Isaiah? No, I don't want to go to Isaiah. I want to go to Exodus 23 first. Exodus chapter 23. Now. <laughs> this is this this is This will help you in the zone. say, but that's that's not my assignment. Well, if you hear, God gives the vision to one person. And that one person tells you. And then you get with the vision. So it is for you. Okay. God does not give vision to committees. Amen nor does he give the vision he has for me to Reverend Pharaoh down the street. So you can't come from Reverend Pharaoh's with his vision and try to impart it over here. All right, Exodus chapter 23. I really want you to get this. Exodus chapter 23, verse 25. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Now, hallelujah. 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 Let me read that again. And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall bless thy bread and thy water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of thee. There shall nothing cast their young, nor be barren in thy land. The number of thy days I will fulfill. Mm. All right. Now, that's very, that's very interesting. Uh, turn to Deuteronomy 7. Uh, I, I just want to give you a couple. I, I, I'm, I'm trying to hurry. I'm trying to hurry. Deuteronomy ch- chapter 7. Remember, we're talking about being in the zone now. We be, we're being in, that, in that, that region that God wants to bless us. Bless us to such an extent that we don't even have to pray for some stuff. All right, you, you, I, uh, Deuteronomy 7. All right, let's look at verse 14. Thou shalt be blessed above all people, there shall not be made male or female, barren among you, or among your cattle. And the Lord will take away from thee all sickness, and will put none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which thou knowest, upon thee, but will lay them upon all them that hate thee. And thou shalt commune all, consume all the people which the Lord thy God shall deliver thee, Thine eye shall have no pity upon them. Oh really, neither shalt thou serve their gods, for that will be a snare unto thee. Now I read those scriptures because in this in this this area, this zone, so to speak, we have been shown taught about healing as it comes from God and it does but there's an adjustment that must be made turn please to John chapter 1. Gospel of John chapter 1. Very subtle adjustment that must be made to get you in the zone, so to speak. But we've Missed the zone for this one little reason. John, The Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 14. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, turn back to Psalm 107 real quick. Psalm 107. Hallelujah. Psalm 107. Still hear pages turning. I'll let you get there. Verse 20. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. He sent his word and healed them. While he said, I'm going to bless your food and your water and take sickness out of the midst of you. He sent his word. But then over in John, the scripture declares that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. I'm trying to get you in the zone. I'm trying to get you in the zone. See, the scripture says he sent his word and healed them. And he said in the Old Testament, I'll bless your food and I'll bless your water and I'll take sickness out of the midst of you. That's his word. But then in John, he says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Trying to get you in the zone. So the word is no longer just writings on paper we're looking for writing on paper to heal us. And he said, no, the word became flesh. I'm talking about being in the zone, see? It's a it's a little thing, but it can keep you from your healing. Because you go back and you read it over and over and over and over and over trying to make it work. It's not going to work because the word became flesh and dwelt among you. That word is the word that you got to look to now. Not the written word, but the living word you got to look to the word that dwelt and walked among us. You see, but, but it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's all in what you believe. See, people are doing that every day. They take the name of Jesus like it's a, a, a rabbit's foot. They don't understand the name of Jesus. They don't understand the word becoming flesh. See, that's why you got to accept him. You, you're not just accepting his word. You're accepting him. And that's what you have to turn it around, that this is him. Him, himself took my diseases. Himself. Notice that. Notice that. Turn to, oh, wow. Oh, glory to God. Oh, I'll do this. I'll do this. Yeah. Turn to Isaiah, please. Turn to Isaiah. Isaiah 53. Look at the difference. Look at the difference. Oh, this is what I want you to see. This is what being in the zone is all about. See, you'll see this. You'll see it differently than you saw it before. See, it's not just words on a page. By his stripes I am healed. No, 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 no. Watch, watch, watch. Isaiah 53. 4. Surely he, oh, they're going to get it by tomorrow. Surely he, not, 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 not surely the written word. Surely he, because the word became flesh. See, once the word became flesh, you can no longer go here and say the written is where I'm going to get it from. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him, stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with His stripes we are healed. I'm talking about getting in the zone. Tell you I'm about going get some on your on your stuff here. See, that, that's it. See, that's a that's a. It 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 seems like such a such a small thing, but it's not a small thing to God, because to God, see, God says. Will you accept my son? Because remember, all of Judaism accepted that word. They all accepted it. The first five books of the of the of the what we call the, the the Pentateuch or the the Old Testament that was what they believed. That was what they stuck with. And but God is saying to them, "Listen, that." has become flesh, and until you accept it as flesh, it ain't going to work for you no more. It's not going to work for you no more. It's not going to work for you no more. See, you you will never, until you receive that, accept that, you will never be eligible to get into the zone. Because you can't get into the zone with just a written word. You need the living word. You need the word that became flesh. See, that is so simple because that's believing that he sent his son. Can you understand that? That's believing that he sent his son. Because if you don't believe that, you really ain't even saved. Let's just go on down to where it is. You're really not even saved. Because that's what it takes is believing that. If you believe that, then you say, wait a minute. So then, Jesus is the healer today. He is the healer. This is why folk don't, don't receive their healing, because they're still stuck in the words. They're stuck in the words. I said they're stuck in the words. These words, see, they're, they're bogged down with words. They can quote it all, but they're still sick. you seen people like that? Oh, she's a great saint of God. She can quote scripture. I mean, she knows this, that, the other thing, but she's still sick and walking like this. Why?
1: She has not received.
0: Word becoming flesh. Scriptures we always use. Isaiah, then Matthew 8. We use it all the time and miss it all the time. Matthew 8:17. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah or Isaiah the prophet, saying. Himself, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. It's so plain. Himself, it never refers to it again as the word. Do you see the switch? In the old testament, it was talking about God's word. God's word's gonna heal you, God's word's gonna take sickness away from you, God's word's gonna bless your, your 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 water and your and your and your and your food. God's word's gonna do this. But then in the new testament, it switches. It becomes him, it becomes him, it becomes him. God is no longer saying, My word's gonna do this. Now see, that's what we get. He said, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. He did say that my word is Jesus. But you've got to see that. You've got to have revelation of that, that that his word is Jesus. Jesus is the word manifested in the flesh. you got to see that because that's what you have to believe. Remember, Jesus said, according to your faith, be it unto you. What do you believe? Well, i believe that if i go back and read you know he will bless my food and my water and he will take sickness out of the midst of me that i'll be all right no you won't no you won't you got to believe that you can still read that scripture but you have to believe that that scripture was made flesh <laughs> i said you got to believe that that scripture was made flesh that's no longer just words on a page that is now flesh and I'm born again I'm a child of God he is my brother I can speak to him I can speak to him I'm gonna close I'm gonna close first Peter first Peter first Peter two. 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2.24. Here it is again. We have read these things a million times. We confessed them a million times. We've said it over and over and over and over and missed it every single time and wonder why we can't get healed of a cold. 1 Peter 2.24, who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. My Lord, my Lord, See, when you get into the word and God begins to reveal things to you, you see things so differently than you saw them before. You see things in a different light. You see things that you could not see before. You read the same scripture and it'll jump off the page at you by meditating in the word. Just meditate in the word and see what, okay, I know I read this. I know what it said, but Lord... Reveal this to me. Open this up to me. Now watch this. Watch this now. This is about being in the zone. There are some things he cannot reveal to you because of your level of spiritual maturity. Until you reach that level, he cannot reveal that to you because it will probably destroy you. Remember Jesus said to his own disciples before he left, he said, "There's many other things that I'm that I, I I would like to tell you, but you're not able to bear them yet." He talked to the, he talked to the apostles. He said, "You're not ready for them yet." See, because spiritual growth is akin to natural growth; it takes time. It doesn't just happen because you want it to happen. It doesn't just happen because you've been in the church for five years or 10 years, or 20 years, 25 years. We got some spiritual babies that have been in the church for 40 years, and they still babies. They never grew spiritually, so God was never able to reveal to them these kinds of things. I ain't bragging on me. I'm just saying, hey, <laughs> I know what he's showing me. I know what he's telling me, and I know it's true because he's given me scripture to back it up. I said he's given me scripture to back it up, and anything he gives you, anything that seems to be new to you, let me tell you, it ain't new. He don't change, and if he gave it to you, he gave it to somebody else. I found that with so many revelations that I've gotten over the years, and I preached them right here. And then six months later, I hear a Copeland preach it. I say, Look at that, he don't stole my message. No, he didn't. He got it from the Holy Ghost. It is not your and it ain't his. Amen. It comes from the Holy Ghost. And I'm telling you, these things are being revealed. In absolutely a fantastic, at fantastic speed, things are happening. I tell you what, I'm not concerned about people. I'm not concerned about size. I'm not concerned about where we go or don't go, who goes, who doesn't go, who got money, who don't have money, because I know. I'm in the zone, and as long as I'm in the zone, I'm gonna be alright. I am. I truly am, and I believe there are millions of others just like me that God is doing special stuff with because He can use you. I said because He can use you. Because He can use you, you gotta get your mind right. That's your. That's the first line. You got to get your mind right. Because, you know, we all came with messed up minds. We came equipped with messed up minds. We wanted to do our own thing, our own way, in our own time. And God had to wait till we said, okay. But when you get your mind right, God will come first. And you say, not my will, but yours be done. And that's when you're going to see some some action amen hallelujah thank you for listening to today's living by faith podcast we trust you received something out of today's message be sure to subscribe for future episodes follow us on twitter and instagram at new fmcf Friend us on Facebook at Faith Mission Christian Fellowship International. And always remember, be not afraid, only believe, for we walk by faith and not by sight. Jesus is Lord and he is coming soon.